Welcome to the Great Detectives of Old Time Radio from Boise, Idaho. This is your host, Adam Graham. If you have a comment, send it to me, box13 at greatdetectives.net. Follow us on Twitter at Radio Detectives and become one of our friends on Facebook, facebook.com slash radiodetectives. Our program is brought to you in part by the financial support of our listeners. You can support the show on a one-time basis at support.greatdetectives.net or become one of our ongoing supporters at patreon.greatdetectives.net. We encounter our first lost episode in Not Beat. Uh, the episode that aired between Tong War and this week's show is uh, missing, and uh, the title is actually unknown. So today's program, which you'll notice has a big change, is uh, from May the 1st of 1950, and it's Mentalo, the Mental Marvel. America's favorite whole wheat flakes, Wheaties, Breakfast of Champions, invite you to Wheaties Big Parade, a thrilling procession of radio's greatest summer entertainment programs. Yours for the listening on NBC. On stage tonight from Hollywood, the first of 65 exciting half-hour presentations. Night Beat. Hi, this is Randy Stone. I cover the night beat for the Chicago Star. My stories start in many different ways. This one began with a question and ended when the secret locked in a man's mind brought sudden death. Night Beat, starring Frank Lovejoy as Randy Stone. America's favorite whole wheat flake. That's an honest description of Wheaties in five well-chosen words. But it really doesn't begin to tell you how Wheaties got to be that way. And if I expect you to pull up a bowl and spoon to a box of Wheaties tomorrow morning, there are at least two reasons I think I ought to mention. First of all, Wheaties taste good. They taste mighty good. Either plain with a little milk or cream, or with your favorite fruit sprinkled on top. They're crisp, delicate, flavorful flakes. Good right down to the bottom of the bowl. And secondly, good tasting as Wheaties are, they always remember to be good for you, too. I could tell you all the vitamins and minerals Wheaties contain, but why don't I just say Wheaties are 100% whole wheat flakes? That says more than a lot of fancy words. It's really amazing that anything that tastes as good as Wheaties can be so good for you, but it's true. Try Wheaties, America's favorite whole wheat flakes, Next time you're up before breakfast. Tonight I had another story to write. Find it somewhere in the 3,000 square miles of Chicago, among the people who are Chicago. People. Ever get the feeling you'd like to forget that word? 
Close a mental door, snap a psychic lock, and boom, you're alone? <laughs> Can't do it, pal, because maybe you're people, too. <laughs> so tonight I watched them again. I wandered south on Western Avenue, crossed Addison, and there was Riverview Park. I walked around there, watching the people hurry themselves from one thing to another, each one trying to catch up with a couple of hours of fun. And then I saw a sign that read, Mental Low, the marvel of the age, knows everything. Admission, 25 cents. Okay, I'm a sucker for any man who knows everything and freely admits it. You might even know what makes the world tick, like a time bomb. That'd be worth two bits of anybody's money. I went in. Mental Low was in the middle of his act. Waterloo proper was begun at 11.30 a.m. on June the 17th, 1815. The battle went through five distinct phases until the French were routed. That right, lady? Well, yes, it is. It sure is. Now, who's next? Who has the next question? Uh, you, sir. You just came in. You uh, seem a little skeptical. Uh, are you talking to me? I am, sir. Maybe you'd like to ask Mendelow a question. Oh, all right. Uh, what's the temperature of the sun? Mentalow, the gentleman thinks he's stumped you. The temperature of the visible surface of the sun is about 6,000 degrees centigrade. The interior temperature is estimated at approximately 20 million degrees centigrade. Is that correct, sir? I'll take his word for it. <laughs> and you can, sir. Now, who's next? Who, who? I got a question. Very good. Ask it. Mentalow. Yes. What happened? What happened to you on the 15th of last month? What happened... Uh, the 15th? Yeah, the 15th. <laughs> the 15th. I, I, make him get out of here. Get him away. That's him all for this show. That's all. Nothing wrong. Nothing wrong. Nothing wrong. Nothing wrong. Nothing wrong. Nothing come on. Let's get out of here. It happened again, Phil. Again? You want a doctor? Huh? Now, look, Mr. Rice, said everybody clear out? Yes, I know, but this man collapsed. He looks pretty beat. I said get out. Okay. And make it fast. Okay. Real fast. So I made it real fast, like the man said. But as I walked through the carnival grounds, that bird brain of mine that just won't let me grow old gracefully started working overtime. Why did Mentalo do a nosedive when that question was asked? What happened to him on the 15th of last month? <laughs> Listen tomorrow at the very same time And just plain stone will tell you all about it <laughs> But then just as I'd reached the edge of the carnival grounds A voice pushed its way through my thoughts It was the man who'd asked the question. I walked over to the shooting gallery He picked up one of the rifles Test your eye and your aim Why sure, sure, thank you Well, that was close, pretty close I'll try to do better Ah, just a little more practice, that's all. A little practice. Yeah, like everything else. Uh-huh. Well, that's better. Hmm. Uh, by the way, what happened to you on the 15th of last month? I... Take your shots and beat it. Why did you ask that question? Give me the rifle, mister. I got five more shots coming. Not tonight. Give me it. I pays my quarter. It takes my shot. I said hand me the rifle. Uh, okay, here. You want to see something? Watch.
Uh, well, with bullets or words, the man's good. You ain't a carny man. No. No. But you're awful curious. That's an old family failing and an occupational hazard. Uh-huh. Why did you ask Medelow that question? Did you know how it would affect him? You know, mister, a couple of months back, a guy picks up one of these rifles. He don't know nothing about guns, see? He gets careless and the gun goes off. At him. He's dead. Accident. Uh, you know, uh, pal, you have a strange, oblique way of making me feel uncomfortable. I uh, see what you mean. Uh-huh. Now you're hitting the bullseye. So long, mister. <laughs> Okay, twice I got curious, twice I drew blanks. I thought about it some more and then decided to pass it up in favor of the cotton candy. Then I saw Mentolo. He was walking down the midway, but like a man in a trance. There was something about him that screamed, I need help. His little figure seemed odd and congruous against the laughing, hurrying people. I followed him, wondering. And then he stopped in front of the roller coaster. For a moment, he watched it, and then, as if suddenly making up his mind, he headed for the ticket booth. That didn't figure, so I bought a ticket, too, and followed him to the loading platform. Tickets for the next ride, please. Tickets for the next ride. Hey, Arm. Oh, thank you. Tickets for the next ride. Tickets for the next ride, please. I got in the car directly behind Mendelow. That day's bewildered expression was still on his face. His hands gripped the side of the car. He half rose in his seat as though he were going to leave, but he sat down again. And then... All right. Lock the safety bars. It's 200 feet up. Lock your safety bars. We started up the long incline toward the top of the 200-foot grade. I kept my eyes on Mentolo. He gripped the safety bar in front of him until his knuckles whitened under the pressure. A couple of kids behind me began to rip me. I'm getting scared. Hey, mister, you gotta have a girl with you. Well, I did, but I left her in the fun house. Oh, what a square she must be. Yes. Hey, if you get scared, mister, hold on to me. I'll, I'll keep that in mind. Hey, baby, I paid four bits for this. Let him grab his own cookie. <laughs> hey, hey, watch it. We're going over. Oh, here we go! And then it happened. He started down the almost perpendicular drop. Mentalo stood up. Oh, Mentalo! Let me go. Let me go! Mentolo struggled to his feet, almost dragged me out of my seat for the sake of my convenience. I held him while we hurtled down the long trot and finally hit the bottom. Then Mentolo stopped struggling to get free. He went limp and sagged back into his seat. Why did you stop me? I've got to kill myself. Well, he almost did, and me with him. My arms ached from the effort of holding him down. But the ride was finally over. I got him off and away. He let me lead him like a child out of the park and into his chief hotel room on the north side. I told him who I was and then waited until he spoke. Why? Why didn't you let me do it? Well, I'm just an old busybody. Uh, how about some coffee? No. No, nothing. Just, just leave me alone, please. Uh, just a minute. Hmm? I saw your act tonight. I heard the question that sent you off. It's always someone different who asks it. Never the same person twice. Have you ever got hold of the person who asks it? No. I was afraid to. What uh, did happen to you on the 15th of last month? Hmm? Uh, I, I don't know. Something tells me that I must not remember. I must not! Your act is legitimate, isn't it? Legitimate? Yeah, no fake. You know, no shills to ask questions you're sure to know the answer to. I have a photographic memory, Mr. Stone. I never forget anything. 
Yet you've forgotten one day of your life. Yes. Yes. You you don't believe it, do you? Oh, yes, 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 I do. But uh, why did you try to kill yourself? Because I know that if I do remember, I, I wouldn't be able to stand it. Don't you have any clue at all? Two things. Two things that mean nothing. Well, maybe they do. What are they? Just streamers in the sky and the name Helene. Streamers in the sky and Helene. Who is Helene? I don't know anybody by that name. I don't. I tell you, I don't. All right, all right. Now, take it easy, Metalo. Oh, get out and leave me alone. Get out. Yeah. Get out and leave him alone. Phil. Phil. Well, well, my friend, the Barker. Hello. What are you doing here? I brought Metalo home after he tried to kill himself. What? Metalo. You all right? I'm all right, Phil, but I, I, I don't want to remember. Look, Phil, for what it's worth, he's sick. He's got to see a doctor. No. Phil, get him out of oh, here. Miss, mister, get out. But, but this man is... Get out and don't come back. Because if you do anything that hurts Mentalo, I'll kill you. General Mills is bringing you Nightbeat, starring Frank Lovejoy as Randy Stone. If someone asked you to describe a bowl of Wheaties topped with fruit and swimming in thick, rich cream, you couldn't do better than to say, breakfast of champions, because that's a fact. A lot of champions in the sports world really go for Wheaties. They like the way Wheaties taste, and they admire the solid nourishment Wheaties has to offer. Finding a breakfast cereal that's good and good for you is just as much of a bargain to a baseball champion as it is to anyone else. For example, the world's champion New York Yankees have a sparkling third baseman named Bobby Brown. He eats Wheaties. He's been eating Wheaties for ten years. He must know what he's talking about when he says this. You can put me down for milk, fruit, and Wheaties almost any day of the year. Those whole wheat flakes taste swell and hand you lots of good nourishment, too. I'd recommend Wheaties to anyone, anytime. Well, I uh, don't suppose you'll be fielding any hot grounders along the third baseline anytime soon, but before you know it, you'll be eating breakfast again. And we feel you're entitled to champion nourishment just as much as any player in the New York Yankee lineup. Have yourself a bowl of Wheaties, won't you? Wheaties, breakfast of champions. And now back to Nightbeat and Randy Stone. Like I said before, sometimes you'd like to seal off the rest of the world and forget it. Let a thousand people die in a flood, we click our tongues and say, how terrible. That's as far as it goes. But let one kid scratch himself on a nail and 87 people come running with the iodine. The human reality of what happens to a lot of people at once is too big for us. But what happens to one individual is something each of us can get hold of. I don't know, maybe that's what sent me to a friend of mine, a psychiatrist whom I dragged out of bed. But, Randy, what concern is mental all of yours? Oh, I don't know, Ken. Why'd you become a psychiatrist? Why? <laughs> I see what you mean. Okay, okay, you see what I mean. Now, what, what gives with mental law? Self-protection. His mind is protecting him. Whatever happened on the 15th of last month is suppressed. The memory is horrible enough to force a complete blackout. Yeah, but he remembers two things, Ken. Streamers in the sky and the name Helena. What, what do the uh, streamers mean? Almost anything. The sky's symbol for something else. Yeah, he tried to kill himself tonight. Will he try it again? It's likely. Well, uh, well, what'll set him off again? Hard telling. 
question, object, anything. Was uh, Mentolo upset when you left him? Upset? He was practically hysterical. I'd better go with you. Oh, you're worried too, huh? I, uh, I'd feel better if I saw him. Let's go. Here's the room. It's right here, 612. Randy, try the door. Open. You know where the light is? I think I saw a switch by the door. Uh, ah. Randy! Mental oak. Don't try to unfasten that buckle. Cut the belt. Lift him. Hurry. All right. Cut that belt. Hurry up, Randy. Is he alive? I think so. All right. Easy, Kent. There. Pulse is still strong. He couldn't have been hanging more than a few seconds before we came in. Poor little devil, Ken. Look, Randy. What? There's something clutched in his hand. But, why, yes, that's a key. That's an old-fashioned house key. Now, why? I, I don't know. Well, what's your guess? It's hard telling, Randy, but I do know this. He's no longer responsible for his actions. But then the next time he tries anything like this, maybe nobody will be around to stop it. Ken, is there anything that we can do? Is there anything you can do? It's up to him, Randy, but um, let's get him to my office. We'll see what we can do there. Feeling better, Mentalo? Yes, thank you. You know where you are? I... No. No, where's Phil? Oh, you're Barker? I don't know. Now, now listen to me, Mentalo. You, uh... You tried to hang yourself. Do you remember that? Yes. After Phil left, I, I felt so hopeless. You had this in your hand, this key. Look at it. I, I found it in my pocket, and then I knew I had to kill myself. Is it your key? Do you remember what it's for? No. You won't remember that, Randy. Oh. Who, 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 who are you? He's a friend of mine, and he's a doctor, Mentalo. Well, I don't want any... Now, look, twice tonight you tried to kill yourself. Once is enough to call in the police. No. Oh, don't worry, don't worry. That's not what we want to do. I want to help you, and the doctor wants to help you. Please believe that. No one can help me because I can't remember, and I... I must not remember. The police will ask questions when they learn you tried to kill yourself. But it's no business of theirs or yours. Why don't you leave me alone? Why do you care? Oh, that's the same old question asked the same old way, and this time I've run out of answers. Make up one of your own. I don't know. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I, and I believe you do want to help. Yes, yes, we do. Now, look. There'll be no need to call in the police if you let us help you. You're sick. Do you know that? You're sick. Let us help you. I... Oh, all right. Good. Now, you trust Mr. Stone, don't you? I... Yes, 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 I do. All right. You're going to sleep. When you feel this hypodermic needle, start counting backward from a hundred. Just a little sting. Then start counting backward from a hundred. Now, Mr. Stone. Mr. Stone. What, Mendelo? You stay. Stay near. Oh, yes, yes, I'll stay. Start counting. Ninety-nine. Ninety-nine. Ninety-eight. Nine. Ninety-five. Ninety. Uh. He knows your voice, Randy. He trusts you. 
You asked the question. Me, is it all right? Yes. Mentalo, can you hear me? Yes. It's the 15th of last month. The 15th of last month. Streamers in the sky. What streamers? What are they? Where are they? The Aurora Borealis. The Northern Lights? Yes. Yes. Aurora. I, I went to Aurora. Aurora, Illinois? Yes. I was there. Ah. Now, you're in Aurora. Where did you go there? The house. Yes, I... I've got to open the door. The key... Here. Here's the key. Unlock the door. She's going to be here. Helene. Who is Helene? I love her. She loves me. There's the room. The room? All right. All right. Now you're in the room. What did you do? I waited. Waited for her. She came in. And then... I... I... Mentalo. Oh, Elaine. Elaine. Ken, is he all right? Yes. <laughs> we still don't know what happened. There's one way to find out, Randy. What, find the house in Aurora and take him there? That's it. What we've done here is bring him to recall that far. Now it's a question of bringing back the whole thing, bit by bit. Ken didn't go along. Mentalo didn't want him to. It wasn't a long drive in miles. I watched Mentalo when I could. His face was contorted in an agony of effort as we drove through Aurora slowly, looking for one street, one house. Then... That... That house. But it's all boarded up. Are you sure, Mentalo? It's that house. All right. The house set back from the street. The only light came from a street lamp half a block away. Mentalo walked slowly ahead of me, up the walk toward the porch, and then up the porch stairs. Open the door. Locked. It, it was locked that day, too. Well, unlock it. You've got the key. Yes, yes, the key. Where's the light switch? No. No light. All right, all right. We'll use the flashlight. Now, go ahead, Mentalo. Go ahead. But there's no furniture here, Mentalo. This, this house is vacant. Well, this is her house. I, I know. There were three of us here. Three. This is the room. Go on. Mentalo, think. Well, you've got to think. It's the only way you'll remember what happened. It's the only way you'll find out what's torturing you. She's here. She came to me in this room. Helene came to you here? Because she loved me. Where is she now? Her clothes. In this, this closet. 
Mentalo walked to the closet, opened it. A row of dresses hung there. A faint odor of perfume drifted through the room. For a moment, Mentalo stood there, and he started toward the door. Mentalo, where are you going? I know. I know. The basement. Wait for me. Down there. Down there. No one here, Mentalo. No one at all. The basement's empty. Not empty. She. She. Under the earth where I put her. Under the earth. Get it out. Come on, get a hold of yourself. What are you talking about? I killed her. She came to me because. because we loved each other. I was holding her in my arms when I killed her. Now she. She's down here, under our feet. I killed her. Who was she? I killed her. You're satisfied now? You're satisfied? Bill, Bill. What are you doing here? You had to stick your nose in. You had to make him tell, didn't you? Mentalo, are you sure? Are you sure? Yeah, he's sure. And so am I, because I helped him put her here. He'd never known if you didn't make him remember. Who was Helene? You're never going to know. Helene. Helene. You better go and make him remember. It was all over. Nobody would have known because we traveled with the yak. Yes, but somebody did know. Because somebody asked him tonight what happened on the 15th. Somebody always asked that question. Why? And who was Helene? Helene? Helene was... Was his... His wife! What? He was jealous because she never loved him. She loved me. Then how could you have killed her, Mentalo? Listen to me. You only think you killed her. Because if she hadn't come here, she wouldn't have been killed. You blamed yourself. That's what it was. And then you forgot. The shock made you forget. Don't listen to her, Mentalo. Don't listen. No, I, I remember now. I remember. You killed her. Made me believe. But you're not going to tell anybody else about it. Both of you are going to stay here. I'm not afraid anymore, Bill. Because I know now I didn't kill her. You did, Phil. Mentalo went toward Phil. Phil had a gun pointed at him. I jumped back, turned off the flashlight. For a moment, there wasn't a sound. Then. Mentalo. Where are you? Mentalo. Wait, Mentalo. Don't move. You hear me? Don't move. Mentalo. Don't. Mentalo! Helene is here, Phil. Down here. Shut up! Mentalo. I'm all right. Good. Phil. What's it going to be now? Get me out of here! Away from her! Philip! Get me out of here! Well, it's almost dawn now. I can go home to my little trundle bed and sleep the day away. <laughs> Yo-ho-ho, the reporter's life for me. Oh, sure. But anyhow, I got my story. Two men, one whose feelings of guilt forced him to believe he'd killed the woman he loved, and another man whose feelings of guilt made him a gibbering coward. But uh, where's the moral? 
That someone always pays for a crime, sure, but who is guilty? Maybe we should say what is guilty. What's in that space above our eyes that makes us act the way we do? That makes us people? <laughs> to louse up Shakespeare, there are more things in the darkness of the mind than a dreamed of in your philosophy, Mr. Stone. Oh, <laughs> you can call me Randy, pal. Just call me Randy. Copy, boy. Night Beat, first on the Wheaties' Big Parade, stars Frank Lovejoy as Randy Stone. Here again is Frank Lovejoy. Stepping out of the role of Randy Stone, I'd, I'd like to make a very important request of you and your family. Pick up the May issue of Reader's Digest and turn to page 73 and read the short article called what do you eat for breakfast? I was amazed to learn from this article how important a good breakfast is to the health and welfare of every one of us. And that means the health and welfare of our nation. To all the men who sell Wheaties, you, the sales force of more than 700 enterprising men of General Mills, and you, the hundreds of thousands of grocers who must meet the exacting needs of the American homemaker, to all of you, I want to say that I'm mighty proud to be back on your team again. We have a big job to do. Together, we can help more families to help themselves by eating a good, substantial breakfast, one built around Wheaties, the breakfast of champions. As we do this, we can take pride in the fact that we're making a real contribution to the health and welfare of our nation. Good night, and thank you. <laughs> Night Beat, starring Frank Lovejoy, is produced and directed by Warren Lewis and edited by Larry Marcus. Tonight's script was written by Russell Hughes with music by Frank Worth. The part of Mentalo was played by Ben Wright. Listen next week at this same time and every week as Randy Stone searches through the city for the strange stories waiting for him in the darkness. And now, on Wednesday night, listen to Brian Donlevy in Dangerous Assignment on the Wheaties' Big Parade. Nightbeat came to you from Hollywood. Stay tuned for a special all-star broadcast on NBC. Hi, this is Andrew from otrwesterns.com. I wanted to invite you to come take a look at our site where we put out podcasts of old-time radio westerns. Check us out at otrwesterns.com. You're listening to The Great Detectives of Old Time Radio with Adam Graham. Now let's get back into the show. Welcome back. Mentalo's act is something that was big in the days before Google and smartphones. There was actually a very similar act to the one that's in this story in Alfred Hitchcock's uh, classic, The 39 Steps. And of course, the big new change is that the uh, program now has a sponsor, Wheaties. While it's interesting to hear ads from brands that no longer exist, I have to admit that probably um, my favorite radio ads are for brands that are still around. It's uh, very interesting to hear, hear uh 
for example, uh, on Superman, uh, there were ads for uh, Rice Krispie Treats, uh, essentially introducing them as this brand new novel thing. And I like the Wheaties ads too, because it mentions a lot of vintage uh, sports stars from the era. I should uh, also mention the uh, performance of Ben Wright. And uh, it, it's, it seems to be a very uh, interesting uh, feature to really give uh, the great radio character actors like William Conrad and Ben Wright a chance to really get some meaty parts. Often Conrad is settled as, uh, or is cast as just a generic thug. And he does a good job with that. And the same thing for many Ben Wright characters. However, Nightbeat gave both of these actors really rich scripts and really uh, interesting characters to play with a lot of facets. And it's uh, fascinating because we heard the Ben Wright script where he uh, played a uh, a Tong leader last week, and now we get to hear him in an entirely different role. Just such a great talent, and uh, Nightbeat just uh, offers such a great opportunity. All right, well, listener comments and feedback now, and uh, Stephen has some praise for I Know Your Secret, and says this is a very clever ep- episode. And uh, Jeff adds that Lovejoy is great and definitely uh, one of the uh, stronger episodes of Nightbeat, though. That's tough because almost all these episodes are actually very strong. In fact, probably the pilot episode was the weakest episode we've heard so far, and that was still really good. All right, well, that will do it for now. Join us back here tomorrow for our final look at Hollywood Mystery Time, and then next Tuesday it'll be Inspector Thorne, and then next Monday join us back here for another episode of Nightbeat. In the meantime, send your comments to box13 at greatdetectives.net. Follow us on Twitter at Radio Detectives and become one of our friends on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Radio Detectives. From Boise, Idaho, this is your host, Adam Graham, signing off.